Um, good morning. We're here. Today looks a little different. Why don't you tell us what today's going to look like? So today we have our Bethel kids here. We have our Bethel uh, band and our Bethel musicians that are here on stage. They've prepared a special Christmas celebration, and the kids are going to come out different parts. We have Mary and Joseph and some sheep and donkeys, and they're all alive. So it's going to be yes. awesome. It's going to yes, be great. It's going to be super uh, fun. But there's a lot of motion down the aisles, so make sure you leave the aisles open. Don't stand in the aisles. Uh, kids are going to be coming down there. Uh, but they're going to do their uh, program. They're singing. If you know the song, join in with them. If you want to just enjoy it, just sit and listen. Uh, but the kids are going to be reading scripture, and they're going to be singing. It's going to be a lot of fun. And yes. then afterwards, we'll wrap up our series, Manger to Eternity. Okay. And if you're visiting with us today, which I know a lot of you are, we would love to connect with you. And in the seat back in front of you, or if you're online, um, the best way to do that would be go to mybethel.cc connect or the information on the seat back in front of you. And the, the reason for that is we would just love to reach out for, to you this week and see, hey, how can we help you? Can we answer any questions? How can we serve you? So we'd love to connect with you that way as well. Yep. So we're going to get started. So everybody in their spots, you guys all ready? All right. Let's so let's get started with uh, our Christmas program, Jesus, by the Bethel Kids and the Bethel Band. Awesome. I love that. I just love, you know, the next generation of children having time to learn about what Christmas is really about, right? And that uh, where joy truly comes from. I'm glad that we were able to share that. And all you family members, I'm glad you were able to come see it. We're going to continue now with our... Uh, get started. Good morning, everyone. How are we doing? All right. Wow, some of you are good. Some of you are not good. I've got a question for you before we start. Um, who here is a middle child? Middle child, raise your hands up high. Proud. Come on. 
I see some of you. I'm a middle child. Oh, yeah, middle child. Middle children. Um, here's the thing is, um, you know, middle children are misunderstood people. So I'm going to explain, explain us for a minute, okay? So if you grew up in a home and you were the middle child and you had siblings, older or younger, you knew they would always gang up on you, right? Like they'd get together and you were the outcast. Is that, isn't that how it goes? Middle children, isn't that right? And really, you know, people think that we're the troublemakers, like we're the ones that cause all the problems, but all we're trying to do is make peace. That's it. The middle child is always the peacemaker. Isn't that right, middle children? Come on now. Come on now. It's the babies that are the problems, right? That's it. It's the babies that are the problems. <laughs> I married a baby, so I can say that, you know. Um, but there's something about middle children, like all we really want is to have peace, like we want to make peace. Today we're going to talk about peace, and we're going to talk about the ultimate peace of God, the ultimate peace in Jesus. The last couple of weeks we've been looking at Jesus' story, and here, here's the thing about Jesus' story that he invites us to do. He invites us to come in and find out who he is really, who he really is, what he did when he came to this earth, what he did before he came to this earth, what he's doing now. He's asking us to, he's inviting us into the process to actually ask questions and to figure out who he is. We've been looking the last couple of weeks uh, in our series, Manger to Eternity, about this man, this, this God that became man as a baby, very vulnerable in a vulnerable position as a baby. And then he grew up, last week we saw that he went to the cross willingly. This man, this God that became man, that laid aside his godhood and then came to this earth, went to the cross willingly. Last week we saw that he actually took our place because of love. His ultimate love was a sacrifice of himself. Well, this week I want to talk about him being the peacemaker. He's actually our, our peace. He's actually interceding for us in front of the Father, before the Father, and we're going to see that this morning in Scripture. We're going to be in Psalm 103. If you have been here the last couple of weeks, we've actually gone through the book of Psalms 103. We've gone through this letter, and I want to read the last few verses in the, in the chapter, and I want us to see this next thing, which is the peace that God brings to us, the pursuit of, uh, to fill the void in our lives. It says there in verse 12, this is he, this is God, so this whole psalm is about, is about God, it says he has removed our sins as far from us as the east is from the west. The Lord is like a father to his children, tender and compassionate to those who fear him. For he knows how weak we are. He remembers we are only dust. Our days on earth are like grass, like wildflowers. We bloom and die. The wind blows and we are gone as though we had never been here. But the love of the Lord remains forever with those who fear him. His salvation extends to the children's children of those who are faithful to his covenant, of those who obey his commandments. I'd like to pray for us, and then we'll wrap up this series this morning and our Christmas service. Let's pray. God, we are grateful for who you are. We are so thankful that you came as a, as a man and as a human to connect with us. Uh, those of us that are spiritually disconnected from the Father, thank you so much for that day that you sent your Son here on this earth. God, as we look through Scripture, I pray that your Spirit would guide us and direct us, and, and God, teach us what you'd have us to, le to learn. Uh, most importantly, God, as we celebrate Christmas, let us remember that Jesus is the prince. He's the king of peace. Jesus, we love you. It's in your name we pray. Amen. This uh, passage, these few verses that we read in, in Psalm, actually talks about the good news. It's the, the good news about the coming Jesus. He specifically talks about several things in these verses. And, and in the beginning, he actually says, right there in the middle of the passage, says that we are but dust. 
Like he understands that we are insignificant in the scheme of things in the universe. If you've looked at the universe and the vastness of it, we're simply just specks on the spectrum. So we're but dust. Our lives are very short. Uh, the older we get, the faster things seem to be moving. And this year, 2021, it flew by super fast for me. I don't know about you, but this year seemed to go quick. And it seems like as time goes on, it's shorter and shorter to realize how short our life is. As a man in his 40s, I'm like, I haven't lived a life yet. What's, I haven't arrived yet. There's still stuff, stuff that needs to happen. And this is the life of being, it's our life is short. We also see here that he loves us. There's something about a father and a spiritual father that loves his children. And this one specifically, he says that he loves us. His love is everlasting and it remains forever. And then we also see that his salvation, this, this word of salvation actually extends. It's a, it's a word we use in church about being saved. This word saved means that he's saving us from our biggest problem, which is sin. He removes our sins. It says they're east to west. This all started before the creation of the universe. This all started before time began where the God of the universe was had, had a plan in order to connect with mankind. I'm going to look in Genesis chapter 1, the very first words of Scripture, that God had a plan set in motion to reconcile man uh, with himself. It says there, in the beginning... God created the heavens and the earth. So before there was anything, God existed and he created everything that we see. The next verse says, The earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters. The Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Many times our lives feel empty and formless, that we are in chaos of sorts. If you can take your mind's eye to the beginning of creation and how the, the world was formed, but there was nothing that was living. There was nothing that was happening. It was just formless and empty. Uh, there's some verses that say it was void, and there's like chaos in the void. Well, if you think about our lives, we start our lives with this pursuit of filling the chaos and emptiness in our lives. And from the beginning, God has had a plan, and he sees us in that pursuit of filling our time. So through time, we see the goodness of God and the love of God in his prophecies written to the people of, the, of this earth. And specifically, we're going to read in Isaiah chapter 9, where it talks about the love that God has for us that was consumed or manifested in the Son, Jesus. Um, Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6, we see here that it says this on the screen. It says, for a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government shall rest on his shoulders. And then it says, he will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, and the Prince of Peace. Here's the thing that we see about Jesus, that it says that his government and its peace will never end. So if you think about it never ending, here is the, the peace that Jesus promises and that he brings will never end as long as Jesus is in control. Scripture tells us that he is, from the beginning to the end, the author and the finisher of our faith, and he's drawing us into a relationship with himself because we are searching for something. There's something missing in our hearts. There's something missing in our lives, and it's this supernatural connection to the Father. Jesus actually is our peacemaker, the peacemaker who brings two rivals together, humanity and God. It's the peacemaker that bridges communication between us two, the peacemaker that solves our biggest enemy problem. So Jesus actually brings peace to our biggest problem. What is our biggest problem? Our biggest problem is sin and separation from God. Our biggest problem is the problem of death, 
the problem that when this is over, what is going to happen with our souls? And Jesus brings us peace with God because of our limitations as humans. In 1 Timothy chapter 2, we see this conversation that Paul is having with the church and with Timothy in particular, and he says, this is good and pleases our Savior who wants everyone to be saved and to understand the truth. This word saved is saved from an eternity separated from the Father. Verse 5, for there is one God and one mediator who can reconcile God and humanity, the man, Jesus Christ. He gave his life to purchase freedom for everyone. This is the message that God gave the world at just the right time. These two words, mediator and reconcile, is, the only, is, the, is what the Father, he's the only one that can actually do this through Jesus. He is taking our broken spiritual relationship with the Father and he's reconnecting us because he is our lawyer. He is our, uh, our advocate, the one that goes between us and God. And here's the, the one thing about peace. There's this longing and this pursuit that we all have. And what Jesus does is he brings peace with our soul when we pursue him. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14 says this, So then, since we have a high priest who has entered heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, he says, let us hold firmly to what we believe. This high priest of ours understands our weaknesses. Remember, Psalm says that we're but dust, and he understands that about us. For he faced all the same testings that we do, yet he did not sin. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy, and we will find grace to help us when we need it most. Here's the thing about Jesus. He's not only our peacemaker with God, he not only is the peace in our soul, but he's the peace of the pursuit. He actually puts, gives peace to that pursuit, looking for a place to fill the emptiness in our souls. Our wait is actually over because Jesus has come. We saw the kids with the babies, uh, with the baby Jesus here. We saw a little sheep and the, 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 the different characters here. And all of these were looking for that day when Jesus came to this earth. The angels appeared to the shepherds, and the shepherds saw the angels and said, Peace on earth, goodwill to men. And this peace still continues today. You know, Jesus is no longer the baby in the manger. We would like to categorize Jesus as the manger, the cross, and then the, the tomb, the empty tomb. But you know, Jesus is eternal from manger to eternity. And right now, he's actually standing next to the Father. He's sitting next to the Father, and he's advocating for us. He is eternally our mediator and our lawyer before God. So here's the goodness. When we find goodness, Jesus is there. When we find love, Jesus is there. When we find peace, Jesus is there. Just like Mary, Joseph, the, the shepherds, and all those that announced his birth, Jesus is there and he brings peace to our searching soul. My invitation for you today, if you've never said yes to Jesus, if you've never allowed him to come into your life and change your life, to actually make his home in your heart, I invite you to say yes to him today. His spirit's knocking on your door. His spirit is drawing you in. And if you'll say yes to him, Scripture promises eternal and abundant life. Not life that's perfect. Here on earth, we're still going to have trouble. But it does offer hope in our souls and peace in our souls that we're all longing for. And so say yes to Jesus today. I'd like to pray for us. God, this morning, as we think about Jesus, the eternal God who became man, who died on the cross, 
rose from the dead. And God, right now, is alive and well at your right hand. God, I pray that we would say yes to him. Just as the shepherd said yes, just as Mary said yes, just as Joseph said yes, and all those that have come along in the last 2,000 years have said yes, may we say yes. May say yes to the Savior, the Prince of Peace. God, all the struggles that we have in our relationships and our jobs and our lives, we know that Jesus can fill the supernatural void that's missing in our hearts and our soul. I pray that today you draw people in. You draw those in that need you. And, and those that already know you, God, may the gospel, the good news, be fresh anew in their souls. Thank you so much for Jesus. Thank you for what you did for us. God, as we celebrate your birth, may we also celebrate what you're doing in our hearts. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's all stand and sing together. Man, I, I love the idea of peace. And I, it's overwhelming to me to think that God's peace is available to me. I, if you just stop and think about right. that. He's like, I want to give you my peace. And I have just a quick testimony that hit me in the first service. Is, um, I recently had surgery last month. And I really, I was a little anxious. And I was like, God, just give me your peace. Give me your peace. I can get through whatever it is. Just help me. Give me your peace. Give me your peace. So I prayed this. And then after the surgery, I was like, oh, it really wasn't any big deal. It was all good. It was all good. And, you know, I want to challenge you guys that when you pray for something, acknowledge it when he answers your prayers. Because it didn't just go, oh, it all went well, well. No, he gave me peace. Yeah. He gave me peace through the situation. And I think that's something we often forget to do yep. is to stop and recognize. Well, and I think the holidays are an opportunity to exercise peace. And uh, we have to get the peace from God. It's a peace that he allows or he, he gives. And all you middle children, just make some peace this, this year yeah. with the, maybe with that's the Christmas why, meals. You know, it'll yeah, be maybe good. Maybe the family the gatherings are there so we can just try out that peace with our that's families. That's right. That's yeah, why we're there. Yeah. Yeah. So peaceful. Go the into whole peacemaker thing. mode and let's make yes. it happen. Yeah, so peaceful good. with our families. All the cousins <laughs> and uncles and aunts and yeah fun 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 we are so glad that you are with us um truly enjoy your families and friends and your blessings and just the peace of god um this week um merry christmas and remember here at bethel we exist to love and lead one another to find and follow have a great week love you guys 